Buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. All right, welcome again to That's How I Roll. That's right. It's a new name and a new face for this little podcast that I do almost every day, or at least a couple times a week. So, how's everybody doing today? It's uh, Wednesday, March 9th, and this is episode 14. Um, <clears throat> interesting fact, the last episode that just published a few days ago was actually recorded about a week earlier, and uh, so I, I had some time there with that episode sort of sitting and I was waiting for things to be done so I could finish the name change, you know, um, art, which is still updating, but uh, voiceover work and, and all that kind of stuff. So it took me a little time to get that one out. Um, but there's been a lot that's happened in between that episode and this episode, even though they're publishing just a day or two apart. So I played a lot of games in there, and uh, probably next episode I'll talk about some of those. But um, one of the things that happened is I got signed up to drive for Uber and also for Lyft. And if you know what those are, cool. That means you're hip and you're with it. If not, I'll tell you right now. Uber and Lyft are ride-sharing services, so I turn on my little app on my phone and if you need a ride, you ping for a ride, and I get a notification saying, hey, go here and pick somebody up. And so I do it, and then I drop them off wherever they want to go, and then I make a little money. So it's great for me because I work freelance work, and I have some downtime every now and then. So whenever that happens, I can just turn on my phone, jump in my car, and make a little cash. So it's pretty sweet. Um, and I'm going to plug myself just a little bit here. If you want to try these services for free, you can click on the links that are in the, um, the show notes. And if you do that, you'll get some free money to ride through Uber or Lyft, depending on which one you want to do. I prefer Lyft. But um, if you do that, you get a little money off. I get a little money in referral codes. It's kind of a cool little thing. And if you want to drive, I'll put those links in there too. You can get a referral and you can actually make a good chunk of cash if you go through the, the sign-up process and do some drives with Lyft. So if you're looking to make a little extra cash, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I don't get paid to do that plug for them. I just get, hopefully, the referrals. So anyway, all right, let's talk about other things than me trying to make ends meet. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the corner of thought and conversation. Which way will you turn? Why not hang a right and join in on the conversation by tweeting at Theology of Games or sending an email to theologyofgames at gmail.com. So um, I asked in the last episode kind of a big question and I wanted to, to discuss that topic a little further. We, I had some feedback about... Uh, um, about how we handled a situation with a game that we knew, content-wise, we would be sort of opposed to. Um, and one of the one of the messages we got in, in terms of feedback on that was, hey, be true to yourself. 
and also be true to your target audience who might be tuning in because of the theology in Theology of Games. And so that made me kind of wonder, hey, I wonder why people are actually tuning in. And maybe this is a question we should have asked a long time ago, but you know, why are people visiting Theology of Games? Is it because they dig our board game reviews and they think we have good insight in in board games and um, the industry? Or is it because they simply like that we're looking at the industry from um, our faith-based perspective of who we are? And, uh, and so I, I really, I don't know, I, I wanted to dive into that because, and I said this last time, to me, it's important that people don't view us as uh, using Christianity as a gimmick. Um, I, I think I said cashing in on our faith or whatever. Trust me, we're not cashing in on anything. <laughs> we do not make a ton of money doing this. We barely make enough to kind of pay for our hosting fees and uh, maintenance fees and sites and, and all of that stuff. So believe me, we're not cashing in, but I don't. I know Scott and I both don't want it to be um, that folks show up and read our reviews or listen to our podcasts because um, because of the just because of our our point of view. Like I feel like we have we have quality to inject into the culture and into the community of, of tabletop gaming, um, and we also just happen to take a slightly different point of view from it, but. I feel like I hope we can stand alone as as a gaming site and also, you know, kind of that, I don't know, I guess we're trying to straddle a line, but anyway, uh, I put up a Twitter poll about that. You can go to at Theology of Games on Twitter and it'll be live for a few days here. And right now it's almost neck and neck. We've only had, we've had about a dozen or so votes come through. I put it up kind of late last night. It is 54% that people come to uh, Theology of Games for board game expertise, and it is 46% because of our faith-based uh, viewpoint. So it's pretty pretty close, but uh, that's really interesting. So please go there. I'd, I'd love to hear your votes on that, and um, and let's let's have that conversation started. Uh, my topic today, I wanted to talk about board game accessories. And there's a lot of things, there's a lot of products coming out there. Um, Broken Token, who I love, they make great like custom inserts for games that we play, things like that. Uh, they also make coins that you can get. So if you want to use nice metal coins for games, you know, to be like the money for your, your game that you're playing, you can do that. You can, you can buy a set of those. And We've always raved about Quiver gaming mats. Um, I play on them a lot, and I know they're having some manufacturing issues, so hopefully they kind of get back in the game soon. But check them out. It's uh, Quiver Gaming Gear. They, they make really, really nice mats with really nice designs that, that work well for a lot of games. And then recently, we were contacted by a company called Level 3B, who are going to be kickstarting a, um, a campaign for 
what they're calling the game canopy. And so I wanted to know, like, what is, what's a, a viable price for like these products? Um, the, like a gaming mat that is super durable, will last you for years. Um, a bag that you're gonna use for years and years and years. Custom inserts for games and stuff like that. Um, we've talked about this a bit before but I wanted to kind of revisit it because this leads up to a drive-by review. Whoa! Hey everyone, look! It's time for another drive-by review. So I wanted to do a review. Um, Level 3B, who I just mentioned, sent me and Scott uh, a, a bag. Um, one of these, they're calling it the Game Canopy. And they said, hey, we'd love it if you guys would take a look at this and, and write it up. So look for a written review on Theology of Games really soon. But I just thought I'd talk about it real quickly here today during the show. The Game Canopy is a, a really kind of a one of a kind. I know there's other, um, I think Game Crafter makes some gaming bags and things like that. And I think I, I told you guys about during my travel game uh, episode about the bag that I have been using. I've been using this old foam padded black cube sort of shaped bag that used to be a DVD or not a DVD, sorry, a VHS TV combo unit um, that I took from my old job because they were throwing it away. And it served me really well. It's kind of been getting beaten up, the shoulder straps kind of torn up and, and ratty. And I, I told three, Level 3B, I said, hey, I would love to do a comparison with this bag and, and the bag that I've been using and traveling with and whatnot. So the, the game canopy from, from Level 3B has this cool zipper that it actually unzips in this, I don't even know what the shape would be, but it's, it's not like a straight zipper. And the game, the bag unfolds in half. So the zipper kind of comes up through the middle of the top. And then as it unfolds, it stands upright in, a, in almost a tower type of shape. So you just stack your games into it. And, uh, and it works great in, in that sense that you don't have to kind of like drop bags or drop games down into it. You don't have to shuffle things around at the bottom and that kind of thing you just lay games into it like you're like you're stacking them on the table basically but it's actually inside the bag um, it holds its form well while you're doing that so you can you don't have to wrestle with the bag and, and that sort of thing it's also it's padded it's got like a, a protective foam core on the inside the outside's water resistant so um, I don't, I haven't tested how water resistant, but you know, if you're walking in the rain or you know, it's a bad day out, you're not gonna have to worry about it totally soaking your games. And I thought it was interesting too, they took care of the inside. It's like a non-abrasive nylon inside that's not gonna scuff up the corners of your games or the, the boxes of your games and things like that. So. That's a real quick drive-by of it, and I really liked it. I actually, I was thinking it would be, they would be hard-pressed to replace my 
my bag that I've been using for several years now, but I think they did. Um, the zipper function and the way you, it's easy to load, it holds a ton of games. I'll, I'll take some pictures, you'll see the full review. Um, there's, there's some deep pockets. The thing I, I wanna know is, is they're, they're saying the suggested retail price is $150 um, when it hits retail. It'll be about $70 or $80 on Kickstarter. So it's a significant incentive to kickstart it. Um, but the one thing that I was, I was wondering about and I was a little turned off by is it has, on each side, it has four reinforced D-rings for the shoulder strap problem is is the shoulder strap is optional it doesn't come with the bag and I just thought man for if I'm gonna drop 150 bucks on a bag I really probably want that shoulder strap to be included um, now maybe because of the sample that I got it it just wasn't in there because of that so I want to do a little research before I I really hit them for that but um, just know that there's a possibility you're gonna have to pay extra for the shoulder strap It's time for the feedback loop. Get in on the conversation by tweeting the show at Theology of Games or emailing theologyofgames at gmail.com. Um, real quick feedback loop today. So for the feedback loop, all I've got today is I want you to, I really would really appreciate it if you'd hit that Twitter poll, sound off on that conversation. And also my wife sounded off. She said the background music is annoying. So, yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> thanks for that, babe. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I, I'm home already, and this one went really fast. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I also really appreciate all the feedback, the conversation that's happening around the show. I really love it when you guys rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. Thank you so much. And I'm going to get out of here because I'm going to go drive some Uber and Lyft. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for coming along. I'm Jeremiah Isley, and that's how I roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and drive safe. Tune in next time when Jeremiah will say, It's recording in the sky. It's my sky recorder.